Occasional Radio Episode 42. Those who will not dance will have to be shot. first party of the year, and Dean and I had been looking forward to it for weeks. I was especially excited for it. One of my favorite artists were playing in one of my favorite clubs and it would be the first time I attended a show high on anything but weed. I also had never tripped in the public setting before, and in fact had always doubted that such a thing would be enjoyable. I had also never taken Molly before, but it had been at the top of my to-do list for years. I was fascinated by the potential of Molly to break me from my shell. I had heard from friends and numerous online reports about how drastically it could increase sociability, empathy, sensitivity, all things that I felt I lacked and wanted so badly when I saw them in others. And, secretly, I badly wanted to dance. Music had always moved my soul, but not my body, and I was far too self-conscious to give it an earnest try. Aside from a few white girl comedy twerks, I had never danced, and I privately doubted the ability of Molly to change that. The three of us each had some half a gram for me, a gram each for my two friends. I had never seen a chemical so pure before. It wasn't tea powder, it was legitimate crystal. We also rolled up the last of our Afghan hash in a joint to smoke before the show. The club was about an hour and a half away, and we left with plenty of time to spare. We parked the car and searched for a place to smoke. We settled at a wonderful, isolated spot behind the venue. The view was gorgeous, we were near a river, and the lights from the nearby metropolis twinkled in the ripples of the water. I felt huge. The Afghan high mingled with the molly, and I felt the world ebbing with my breath. I was filled with a familiar sense of peace. I grinned at Dean and said I think this stuff is stronger than the last time. He smiled back. We arrived at the club about one in the morning and I had my first drink of the night. I could feel the high creeping up as we checked our tickets, stood in line, and waited in the coat check line. I was a Molly novice, so it's hard for me to qualitatively describe what the drug was doing to me. It was stronger than my last hit, yes, but still not strong, probably not even a line. Nevertheless, I clearly felt under the influence. I felt a fundamental calmness mixed with excitement. A new sort of energy coursed through my body, the sort that I imagined when I heard people speak of channeling energy. The night was off to a great start. I had a second and a third drink during the course of the night and everything was fine. Dean had described Rob's sound as some high school kid who played trap music and made it big somehow, so as he walked onto the stage, I was expected something like a watered-down future. Luckily, 
was live show transcend the mix taken by the second track I was sold. Dean was not into the music, while I stood near the back and bobbed my white head. The joy of the crowd should have been infectious, but I felt slightly too awkward to really get into the spirit. We were all dancing and having a great time. I will start my story by saying that I am in no way a hash smoker. I have used it only three times in my life and I never really enjoy the high very much. On this particular night, however, I was drinking heavily and I was surrounded by a very close friend who could all be classified as a pothead. Soon after that I started feeling that a different state of consciousness was starting to settle in, to blend into the slightly drunk dizziness I was already feeling. It started as some kind of hypoconsciousness I was extremely aware of every movement, every sound, every look and every little gesture around. There was also some paranoia to it. I started thinking that people had noticed the state I was in and were making fun of me. Then suddenly the feeling changed. I found myself standing in the middle of a dancing crowd and having a bombardment of thoughts and ideas coming into my mind. The sensation is difficult to explain. I would have an idea and then that image would give rise to five different ones and those five would equally multiply by five, until I was unable to keep track of my own thoughts. Of course, none of these ideas had any sense or were attached to reality in any way. It was pretty much a flow of intellectual images there was logic to them in a certain way but I think this, logic, was just an illusion. Unfortunately I am unable to recall any of the ideas that crossed my mind during those minutes. In fact, even as I was experiencing this I couldn't remember the ideas after a few seconds. The flow was so fast I guess there was no space left in mind to use memory. This is the weirdest sensation I've ever had in my life. In a way I wasn't really thinking about anything but I was thinking about all this exponentially multiplying ideas at the same time. And, there still was a little spot in the back of my mind that was watching all this chaos from the outside, recording all the sensations and keeping the real me alive and conscious. One of my friends described it as coming in waves. He'd be high, start to sober slightly, then feel real high again. As the alcohol and THC mingled happily together within my synapses, waves of chemical pleasure resorted my brain and perception mechanisms. The simple task of focusing became literally impossible. I felt that if my eyes stopped moving, I might miss something, and so, I sat there for about five minutes shifting my eyes as fast as possible, never actually seeing anything at all. My perception of depth became completely compromised, as objects in my retinas were always closer than they appeared. This effect cycled in and out in overwhelming waves that I thoroughly enjoyed. At this point, I lose track of the chronological order of things. I remember bits and pieces, but mostly I remember dancing. According to a text I sent to Tyres, I took my second dose at around 2 o'clock. I was feeling amazing at that point. I could have done anything. I love everyone there. I could have hugged the world. It wasn't a sense of ecstasy or straight-up happiness like the name might imply. I wasn't a quite euphoric or giddy with happiness, although that was a part of it and I was pretty happy. I just felt as good as I've ever felt in my life, physically, mentally and everything else. And I wanted to dance.
Everywhere I look I am surrounded by smiling people. There are no cliques, every group is wide open. At the end of each song everyone on the floor is hugging and kissing one another. I've never been to anything like this. The room is about to explode with love. I can see my is reflected on so many faces and the faces where I see as we lock eyes and we know, we just know, we are connected, we are one and it is all so beautiful. I never want this to end. Throughout these glorious minutes I laughed ceaselessly at the fact that we as humans are conditioned to believe that such experiences are evil and sure be avoided. Nobody can tell me that what I felt was wrong, evil, negative, detrimental, or bad in any sense of the words. I was where I wanted to be, forever.